from the Nerdy Bunch Studios in Los Angeles, California, bringing you the only nerdy weekly talk show, it's Nerd Hots. Our guest today, stunt actress and voiceover artist, Jasmine Page Moore, featuring the Nerdy Bunch band, and I'm Ivan Gonzalez. Today's episode, TikTok, Tamagotchi, and Digimon. And now, my co-host, Jerry Campisi. Hello. Hello. Okay, the clapping. I know, everyone, calm down, calm down. Welcome to Nerd Hut. I am Jerry Campisi, and I'm here with my man, Ivan, the one, the only. How you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. How about you? Great. Surviving, watching a lot of TV, and doing nothing with my life, so. That, that that's yeah sounds like my life as well yeah so it's your um your first time hosting man yes let's do it well, i'm stoked well both actually you're 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 hosting an episode of uh, the nerdy bunch uh, yes my favorite doing... movie of all time the breakfast club i used to walk around with mesh gloves on and watch it like when i was very little i don't know why my parents let me watch it when i was so young but i became obsessed so i'm excited to talk about it forever yeah i've heard like so like i told like i was telling my coworkers, oh um we're gonna do because they're asking oh so what are you guys gonna do next and i told them oh we're doing theme parks and then we're gonna do the breakfast club and they're like oh my god this and that and i'm like yeah i haven't seen it and they gave me so uh, much shit for it i know um i remember lazelle she hadn't seen it either my girlfriend and so i just had to give her so much shit she actually called it boring while she was watching it so i just got really mad but it's okay watch it you'll fall in love with it it's a classic for sure Oh, well, from what I heard, yes. Um, but yeah, man, hope you're excited. Um, well, we're glad to have you on Nerd Hut. Uh, Ellie couldn't be here today, unfortunately. So, of course, it's always nice to have someone from the Nerdy Bunch come and, and, and co-host as well. Um, but with that being said, Jerry, who do we have for today? We're good, we or, have somebody special to talk to. Her name is Jasmine Moore, or Jasmine Page Moore, and she is a voice actress and stunt actress, and she sounds pretty amazing. I've heard some of her voices, and I've listened to some of her stuff, and I don't know how she does it, but she can do some crazy stuff. So let's get her on and talk to her. All right, let's do this. There she is. Hi, it's me. Oh, my God. Uh, What's up, guys? Just, you know, chill in. I do have, uh, so I heard, wait, what, what part, you said that she didn't, she thought it was boring? Your girlfriend thought Breakfast Club was boring? Is that what I heard? Yes, and that really made me upset. She's like, this is like old movies, anything, before. she classified, look, I'm 93, she's 94, right? But she thinks for some reason any that's old movies before 2000 or something. And I'm like, that's not that old, like, it's 85. Oh, yeah. honey, that was a strike, like, we only get so many. I know, it hurt me. I, you know, I, she's been a redeemer, I'm sure. Just, just yeah. fingers crossed. <laughs> Thank you. Ivan, you better like the movie too when you watch it. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, nope, I hate it. Just to, just to, as soon as it starts, just to so. trigger him, just to trigger him. <laughs> hate I haven't even got detention yet. He's like, I hate it. It's done. I don't want it. So how are you? How are you doing? What are you drinking? What is that? That looks like a fancy uh, Put her on blast straight up. <laughs> what am I? Uh, Vitamins, uh, it's, it's a lot of, you know, healthy, uh, stuff, you know, I don't want to get into that, that's boring, you know, it's the vitamin, you know, nothing. Good. I only drink water, I try to, like, limit my intake of other things, but... Same. Do you live in California? Because I don't know. 
But yeah. Um, so Jasmine, tell us about what you do. Why? <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> oh my God. Uh, Why not? Follow that. No. Uh, what do I do? I play Animal Crossing. No, I don't. I've never played. I have. I don't like my island. Uh, no, I'm. I'm wonderful. I. I usually will end up doing uh, a lot of sitting right as I'm doing right now. A lot of my work is talking to myself, listening to myself. It's, it's voiceover. So it's, it's really, I want to say it's really complex, but it's not. Uh, it's, it's just a lot of um, yeah, listening to myself for hours on end and, and doing what the client wants. If they want you to scream at the top of your lungs, you just hope that you're next door neighbors don't think someone's being murdered. So it's really a, a delicate process. But I love it. Uh, as far as uh, voiceover work goes, the stunt work I picked that up in college. So you know, stabby, stabby. It's, it's fun. So <laughs> nice. Well, so you said you started in college, but what got you into it? Like, no, uh, just that. So I went to a performing arts college, and it was uh, really fun. I initially went in for uh, musical theater, so I went in for you know singing, dancing, all that kind of good stuff. And they had an elective for stage combat. And in that elective, it was usually just um, unarmed kind of work and, you know, rolling on the floor, really basic. But I kind of just immediately fell in love. And as you advance, we kind of moved up into a lot of the um, single sword, uh, rip your daggers. Uh, we moved on to high falls, which I loved. Oh, my God. Jumping off of buildings was my absolute favorite onto like crash pads. That was by far the best. Um, and then once you got into the higher electives, uh, this is AMDA, by the way, the American Musical and Dramatic Academy College and Conservatory. Okay, I was going to ask. Right, so, yeah. The name is, is longer than, you know, your time at the school. But um, uh, it was wonderful. So, yeah, I, I just kind of started uh, branching off into it. And I started with Single Sword, moved on to Daggers. Uh, they also have both staff electives. And once you graduate, you have the opportunity to work with the Fight Masters, uh, the National Fight directors of america and that's when you start getting certified for all your weapons and currently i'm certified for four out of the nine weapons i think covid kind of crashed my uh proceedings there a little bit but yeah that's, that's scary you're certified to handle certain weapons i am i am certified to handle certain weapons uh -huh. oh that's awesome in other words don't mess with her in other words, yeah, yeah. It's really funny at, at family gatherings when I bring that up. And they're like, oh, you're so cute. And I was like, no, like, really, though, guys, like, I can do it. But <laughs> So then how did you transition into more like doing voice work? I, uh, you know, that one I kind of fell into. I, being an actor and being an ethnic actor who you have no idea what the heck she is, it was really hard for my agent to find a spot that I could fit into. Um, you know, I would go and get roles for the black black characters and then they would see me and be like, <laughs> okay, yeah, no, okay, cool. Yeah, thanks. Um, and the same thing with the Hispanic roles. I would walk in and they'd be like, okay, can you read this line? And I was like, I can't. Oh. <laughs> and, you know, I got a few roles for, because um, I'm part Persian too, so I, I got a few roles for, you know, Israeli and, and Iran and a lot of things like that. But nothing really concrete. So I, I talked to my agent and I was like, you know, because I'm interested in writing books. I've always been interested in writing books. And I talked to my agent and I said, you know, 
is there is there a market for me in in audiobooks and voiceover or anything like that? And he was like, oh, I didn't know that you had an interest in that. I said, okay, well, let me send you some samples and we'll see. So I grabbed a generic children's book, you know, the, the caterpillar eating the fruit or whatever. Hungry caterpillar, hungry caterpillar. Yeah, I remember that one. Uh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, he's very hungry, very very chunky monkey. Um, but he's. <laughs> You know, and I read that. I did an audio of that and I sent it to my agent and he kind of, of course it was email, but I'm, I'm doing his gestures now. And he was like, huh, uh, wow. Okay. Uh, do me a favor. Can you read these? And he sent me some text, um, that I can only describe as smut. Um, it was very like, it was, it was definitely those books that women grab you know, right before they're about to board the airplane and it's just like, they just want to like read it in the corner, like one of those kind of books. Yeah. And I did it. I did it. It was very fun. Um, stretching that, you know, appendage, if you will, um, that I had in it. It was fine. <laughs> it was fine. And I sent that to him and he loved it. He absolutely, of course, naturally he loved it. It was great. And I was like, okay, now that we found, you know, we know where the bar is, we're on both ends, can we find something in the middle? And I guess in between The Hungry Caterpillar and Dirty Sexy Books, it was uh, teenage paranormal romance novels. So that's where I landed. Um, I've done several paranormal romance. Um, I haven't stepped into vampire lore yet, but I've gotten werewolf. I've gotten Greek gods. Um, I've gotten just super powered kids. And I think the thing that's really great about me and me specifically is that I do a really good distressed, gruff male voice. And I think that's why I've been able to uh, stick with it for so long. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm an actor too. So I relate to like, usually you fit certain roles, right? You're a certain height, a certain look, a certain thing. Right. And, I, and I've always wanted to get into voiceover acting because it just seems it's so It's really cool. easy. It's not that hard. You just talk. Yeah, but I think the cool thing is like um, you can be whoever you want, right? Like they can't be like, okay, you have a type. Like you can do this one type, like in acting. Whereas like voiceover, you could play guy, girl, adult, child, right, exactly, monster. And so it's so great because the way that you know, uh, audio apps, I guess I know it's not the correct word, but but the way that technology is advancing, you can manipulate your own voice just sitting here. You know, you could do a wide range of things. I had to play a, a ghoul once, and it was just so easy to manipulate my voice to kind of fit that with echoes and, and reverb and just everything. It was great. It was easy. That's awesome. Yeah, I was surprised when I found out that um, as like The Simpsons, you probably like have done a lot of research because there are like some pretty crazy voice actors that do a lot of work and like Bart. Mm -hmm is played by a female too. Things oh, yeah. like that where I like, I didn't know that until I saw their interview and I was just like totally shocking. Cause it sounds more mad. It sounds more realistic than if I were to try to do it myself. You know? oh, if you put that little raspy thing in it, it's like really easy. It's just, so it's just like, you don't even think about it. And when you're listening to the same characters over and over again, you just assume that's correct. You don't even question it. Mm. It's, it's wonderful. Great. Love it. So you, you said, you told me that you do a really good uh, Dora the Explorer. Oh, <laughs> I, I, you put it out there. I'll, I'm going to get out. In fact, down on it. No, I, 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 did a, I did a TikTok a while ago. <laughs> I could curse, so I'm allowed to do this. Uh, but I did, I did one of those TikToks uh, that got a lot of buzz, and it was like, "Hola, hola, mi soy Dora." <laughs> 
can you show me where I gave a fuck? And it went like, <laughs> blew up. That's hilarious. And of course, it was like one of those things that I like, I didn't think it was, it was, you know, those 2 a.m. TikToks where you're just kind of messing around. Um, but that one did surprisingly okay, I guess. It's and always the, it's always the ones that you don't really try at and you're just like, eh. Yeah, but meanwhile, the ones you put like so much effort into, it's like, eh, eh, okay, yeah, I see what you did there. And it's funny because yeah. Dora does all this exploring and stuff, and you think that after a while she'd be like, I really don't give a shit anymore. So I think <laughs> that's why it was funny. I've seen it, I've done it, we're moving on. So, um, do you have any, cur- any current Dora. projects you're working on? I do. I just, I just finished uh, book six in the series that I have done um and that's again those those paranormal just fun kind of um books and it's great they're they're meeting some gods they're having some fun so those the the seers and demigods book that's what i'm currently working on uh i do have and i don't know how much i can mention um so i have two projects that i one i definitely cannot talk about and that's uh, a stunty show that you have seen on television, but I just got the final contracts for that this morning. So that's exciting. Um, it is a stunt show on national television. I'm trying to like see how much I can say without saying it. Um, that's not actually stunty, but I will be doing stunts. Water. That's about as much as I can say. Um, cool. Nice. So there's that. There's that's that. Exciting. <laughs> that's that. And that's going to be filming in... December, I think, is what we've we've established. Mm-hmm. So that one uh, I'm excited for. As far as the voiceover work, there is a video game that I'm currently uh, working on, but it's a minor part. I'm very excited. I get to play. I get to play like this little kid that doesn't really like what she's doing. And so that's kind of <laughs> um, yeah. Those are my two big ones. There you go. That's cool. That's really cool. Yeah, what about um, you, Mary? You said you're an actor. What do you got going on? It's not all about me. Students yeah, are. right? <laughs> right. <laughs> He's like, uh, for real? Shit, I'm going to take the spotlight. For real, yeah. Uh, right now, I'm just doing self-tapes and stuff. I did a project recently that was cool and on Oxygen. It was for a TV show. It was like a smaller, smaller featured type of role but that was cool i got paid in quarantine and i'm not you know it's hard to kind of book right now or and if anyone's filming so i got to do that and that'll be coming out soon because they had to rush it so it's not like a long wait so that's nice okay. and then other than that i'm just auditioning um i've done a couple voiceover auditions but it's yeah! not something that i'm <laughs> strong on you know but uh, i do I, I know do the scripts that. are lying right next to you where are they show me show me the scripts where are the voiceover scripts oh it was like for this like off siri thing like making fun of siri and they wanted different versions of it and things like that and i think i saw in your instagram that you do like a siri thing so that's kind of hilarious oh yes yes your, you your reactions yeah yeah yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, did, I did do a whole series of like shitty siri where i ask siri a question and she's just a bitch how know? do you find those responses like do you like i love them those are those are me um again are you <laughs> Do you know how good you are? No, listen. I, listen, I was like, okay, she's a voiceover actress. Like, this is her doing Siri. And then I listened to it, and I'm like, oh, wait, no. Like, that's the real theory. That's how good it was. No, yeah. that's, yeah, that's that's me. Uh, again, I'm telling you, a lot of my voices that I do, I just, I manipulate with these programs, and it's just so easy. Like, I, I make the foundation, you know. 
do a Siri voice and then just kind of manipulate it so it sounds like a computer. Oh, that's great. What's your Instagram name? My name. Oh, it's just all together? It's all together. Right, I'm just trying to help you get a shout out so people can go like listen to your Siri. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> go, go. Did I put those? I know it's in my stories. So if you're going to, you know, lurk through my stories, it's there. But all over my Instagram, you'll see all of the TikToks, I think, that are family worthy. Because um, some of them are not. So. <laughs> yeah, but that was funny. I like yeah, that. You got to track the simps every now and again. Yes. <laughs> Right, so, um, what goals or what, where, where would you want to be? Like, let's just say, uh, what, what's your, your goal to, like, to work like on in, or in life, to in life, like, um, to you know, my, my number one goal in the world, like if I to to like be a vampire and live forever, but my second, sure. goal, my second goal, I want an Oscar. Uh, that's the only thing I've ever wanted. And it was, it was, it made me the unlikable student uh, at my performing arts college whenever I would bring that up. Because like, oh my God, Jasmine, like, yay, graduation. Like, I want an Oscar. Like, no, don't talk to me. I'm focused. I want an Oscar. That's all I want. Um, that's the only, like, I've only ever been driven by getting that golden piece of metal for I don't even care. Like, I'll, I'll get it for costuming. Like, I just want that. And then after that, I don't know, maybe like a pumpkin pie. Just, my goals after that, my short-term goals after getting an Oscar are nothing. That's just all. Retire. Just, just you and your, your Oscar. <laughs> I really think about that. Like, do I even need my name on it, or can I just like take someone else's and does that satisfy? <laughs> Scratch the name off. I'm just, yeah, I would do it. <laughs> but yeah, that, those are my goals. I, I definitely, uh, I want. In doing audiobooks, that's the one thing, and doing acting in general, that's the one thing I really pride myself in is having something that's going to outlive me if I'm going to be prophetic about it. Uh, I I have always wanted to be, you know, like everyone, the James Dean, the the Marilyn Monroe, the Audrey Hepburn, you know, without all the death. Um, but I, I wanted to be someone whose name lived beyond them. And I think that that's kind of what what pushes me to do, you know, uh, the voice acting, the the stage work, the stunt work, the filming. I want I want to live beyond this moment and, and beyond myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's something we love to do, so we want to be able to leave something behind, yeah. having created something that we love that can. It's incredibly remain. selfish, but yeah, of course, it's okay. Okay. That's, that's okay because that's who I am, and that's what I want. That's awesome. Good. Yeah. I feel like it's, um, people think that if you're a voice actor or you're this actor or that, I don't know if you've ever gotten this question when people find out like, Oh, you're an actor. They'd be like, so like, what kind of roles do you do? Do you do like drama or do you do like funny? And like, they act like it's a one thing. It's like, you're an actor. I get that. And I get the big question of, Oh, what have I seen you in? And it's like, A, you can Google me if you really want to know. And B, I, it just feels so defeatist. Like my, my accomplishments are leveled to what have, what have you seen? Cause you know, people are only watching big blockbusters. So unless you're in a Marvel movie, they're not going to care. So it's just, it's so defeatist. Cause the, the levels by which actors have to perform to become prolific are incredible. And unless you know someone who knows someone who knows someone, you're never going to be Chris Pratt. You're never going to be, or Chris Pine or, or Chris Hemsworth. There's so many Chris's. Anyway, <laughs> you're never going to be one of the kisses. Yeah. So you work every day and you hope that that's enough. And who knows? Maybe. 
And there's a lot of actors that, of course, have made it and, and come from nothing. But it's so crazy how I'll be watching something and then I'll be like, okay, this girl, like I was watching a movie on Netflix and there's this girl named Zoe Dutch. If you know her, she's an actress. And I was like, oh, she looks familiar. Like, what is she? And I Google her and she's the daughter of Howard Dutch, who's the director. He actually directed some of John Hughes's films. He was yes. the director of The Breakfast Club and Pretty in Pink. So it's funny. Back. I knew we were going to get back to breakfast. <laughs> yeah. But just it's waiting. crazy how like you Google someone, even like Kristen Stewart or just random actresses and you find out, well, their family's in the business. Not that they didn't have to work hard. Of course they had to work hard, but it's like, it's crazy. You have to know someone. Like when you said that, it, right. it definitely helps. It speeds things up. Yes. It, it definitely speeds things up, but you gotta, cause I, I've known people, but unfortunately I've got one of those spaces that's only built for the couch conversations. And so it's really hard to, navigate that and, and find out the people who are genuine and who actually want to push your career along. Um, yeah. But, you know, luckily the Harvey Weinsteins of the world are, are no longer the head gurus. So. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting to see what happens when you know, this this particular COVID and, and the film industry, when we get back on our feet, what's going to happen. Because I do feel like a lot of the work has been remote and has been um, voiceover. And so, you know, right now I'm thriving. But it'll be interesting to see what happens when we can finally get back to mm. Yeah, I was going to ask you how it's affected you. I mean, I, mean, I figure it's just a lot of self-tapes and, and you said mainly voiceovers. Do you feel like it's less often, less less stuff coming in? or well, just I do different? think, you know, I had a conversation with my agent the other day about it. And it, it is less because those people who were mostly and and I I very much want to be in film like that's the one thing I want to do but I found an easy paycheck and I say it's it's not easy but um because there's a lot of hard work into it but I found a nice paycheck for me doing voiceover and and podcasting and audio things so that's that's great but since COVID started yeah, all those people who used to be mostly going to auditions for TV, film, stage are now trying to also get that paycheck for voiceover for audio-based work. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the, the market's a little bit saturated for sure. However, I, I do feel like that I've got, I've got a nice foothold and I've got a nice audience with my books already that people know what I can do and it's not a gamble. So I have that at least on my side. Yeah. Good. Awesome. But how about for yourself? Do you feel like anything's changed at all for you? I mean, yeah, definitely just miss going in person instead. I mean, you always have self tapes, but now that that's not even an option and just recording everything at home, which is it's its own thing in itself you have to master is standing in front of your backdrop or a wall and like giving your genuine. It's even different being in the room, like in, at least seeing the person auditioning in the room, it's different. Like, especially being a theater person, you're right. kind of used to giving that kind of performance so like mastering self-tapes is one thing in its own but yeah i mean like you said if it's a lot of like social media stuff too like either snapchat podcasts or shows or things like that where it's a lot of yeah Yeah, or tiktok so definitely that what about you uh ivan i know you said that you did photography as well has uh covid affected that in any way it did um i do it mostly as a hobby um i do also i do the jobs that i did have um are seasonal like i work for the acura grand prix of long beach and i also work for the la rams um okay. social media and marketing the la rams what? yeah that's tight Dude, yeah what hold on 
Yeah, I do social media and marketing for them. So what? In other words, photography. That's tight. That's so cool. So that's. I know, right? So, um, but yeah, like they canceled the Grand Prix this year, which is like one of my favorite events. And um, right now, they're on the fence of whether or not to lay off half of the 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 team. Well, the yeah, temporarily, of course, and then bring us back. That's just that's even if if they push the the season back because of all this, it, it's just it's been like difficult. But um, it's, on other than that, I work at a hotel. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. yeah, so that's my 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 daytime, well, my regular job. But um, yeah, it definitely has affected uh, photography, especially because you can't really go out. Um, too yeah, much. I, I did a I did a social distance photo shoot like two or three weeks ago we went out to the desert and it was it was nice for the models but for the photographers they had to be mask on and again this is like 102 degree weather in, in california desert you know dust everywhere um and, it, and of course they're like lugging around all their stuff it was fun and it's nice kind of seeing how people are, are navigating this situation mm-hmm. i mean it's it's crazy to say things are going to go back to normal eventually because it's it's not you know this it's is gonna take a while Right. This is probably going to be the standard for a very, very long time. Yeah. And even after COVID passes, it's like everyone's going to be paranoid and, and all that. It's like, it's like, well, where there's we're going to be now. the two sides of it is the incredibly paranoid side and then the ones that don't care. You know, it's it's the black and white fighting forever. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. It's always like that. But with that being said, we're coming close to the end of our, our podcast. <laughs> I know, right? We haven't talked about anything. <laughs> We're just getting into it. We just introduced. We just started. Okay, well, let's keep it going. Then. Of the cake. No, that's okay. If you have to like go, I don't know, hold laundry or something. Uh, I just have to hold up my shirt. Miss my <laughs> my last name. That is Is he really doing this right now? <laughs> he, he he really is doing it. He's plugging. He's like, oh, let me show Ew! off. His moment of fame. Just kidding. Jerry, man, he had one opportunity. This is his first one, and he had to advertise himself. Ivan can edit that out. He's good at that stuff. You know, he's not going to. We've talked too much about it. (laughs) It's okay. I'll fill in his voice. Okay, yeah. (laughs) But yeah, I I do want to remark, uh, at least, you know, I know know we're getting to the closing, and you want to leave because, I don't know, lunch or something. No, no. No, keep, Um, Keep going. Thank you. Yes, I'd love to keep going because because I feel like we haven't really talked about. I know I know it's my podcast, but you know this is my first time here too, and I okay. do want to talk about you guys and this show and like where this came from, this idea, everything about it. So, it's it's the idea started because I play video games with a lot of my friends, well, my roommate, and we have friends from Canada, and like we're all pretty close. We can call we call it, it's pretty much like a family, and I'm like, you know what? we should start a podcast because we all, when we're always playing video games, we're always just conversating and a lot of things are nerdy and funny. Do you feel like that's the natural progression? It's like you meet someone, you befriend them, you start a podcast. It's really the only. Yeah. That's the only way. (laughs) Start a podcast. Start a podcast. Yeah. But um, yeah, we just started. We're like, Oh, let's just start it. And I didn't think much of like much of it. I just like, we just like, Oh, let's just put it out there. Um, Then we started bringing more people in. And it started blowing up more and more. Then we decided to make this show, this other show, which is Nerd Hat, um, which is more like a talk show. 
Mm-hmm. And so that way we can get more like people, like cosplayers, actors, kind of give them, people get to know them. Um, and, and yeah, it just like, I don't know. It became addicting so doing this and it's so much fun. Your favorite person to in- interview, whether it be because of what they do or how they interacted in your show. That's right. I'm putting you on the spot. Like who's your favorite? We we haven't done too many interviews. We just started, to be honest with you. Oh, so mine. Okay, that's what I figured. Yeah, so okay. yours. <laughs> By far, yours has been, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, we, haven't, we haven't really, like, because in the other podcasts, it's just a group of us. We talk about certain topics. Uh-huh. Like like we've, we've done, like, Jurassic Park. We'll all watch Jurassic Park and then talk about it. And then um, like we're doing uh, Breakfast Club with, uh, with Jerry, and he's hosting it. He's so excited. Uh, Look at that face. I don't I know. know what the power fist is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. You're amazing. Oh, You're so amazing. I was like, yes. I went to like the Black Lives Matter. I was like, what is he doing right now? Oh, you're like, right. You're oh. right. You're right. Like, yeah, but you got it. End of the movie. Breakfast. Oh, club. my That's God. That's what I meant. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. No, but it is. It's the end of the movie. It's the most, it's the important part of the movie. There you go. Yikes. I'm so sorry. Excited. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. Um, let me know when you guys do the uh, breakfast at Tiffany's one because I'll be back for that. Boys, oh yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah, know what? Right. I do. I do want to do like more classic movies. Um, yeah. Like yeah. White Heat, Casablanca, because you're talking to two film students here. So. Yes. Yeah, and that's why. Like, I I do want to bring in more people from different like different like backgrounds, like actors. Okay. Huh? Nothing. Okay. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> like actor, <laughs> like actors. Um, well, I do a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, gamer, video gamers, cosplayers, um, and then just things like that. Like we, well, I can't really talk about it on the podcast, but we have like two. Uh, I can tell you after that. But two, uh, we 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 do have thing two uh, projects we're working on currently. Um, so as as far as cosplays goes, because I I had um my best friend Elise and I we'd always go to uh, like uh, L A Con Comic Con San Diego Con that was like really big for us and of course COVID canceled the world so uh, have you guys ever gone to Con is that something you guys do too or I have I've gone I think since 2010 I've gone to like I've gone to Long Beach Comic Con. Kamikaze, before they, the, well, before it was LA Comic Con. Who'd you, who'd you con as? Who'd you cosplay as? My first con actually was, I dressed up as a Mandalorian. Ah, that's okay. so, so I, much. You were probably so hot. Oh. I died. And I, and, and, and my friends are like, dude, you should cosplay. I'm like, I don't know what to cosplay. And then I was like looking up ideas. I'm like, you know what? And this is before the show Mandalorian came out. I was like, I want to be a, I want to be a Mandalorian. <laughs> And and so I was looking up ways to to make the the costume and everything myself. Yeah. So I made the helmet out of out of a Home Depot bucket. So I cut out, used the plastic and all that. It's it, it, so excited it, for these pictures to to post. Yeah, them. <laughs> I know. I I need to post them. Um, I do have them, and I don't have the the do. the costume here. It's in, I have in storage, but um, I that's the one cosplay I've did, I did for a while. I I did a Jedi as well and so you just stay around star wars is what i'm hearing i'm a big star wars sounds like it huh (laughs) hovering around i was like waiting for to switch up you know dragon ball z like something the digimon you know the title of the show like something but no it's it's star wars that's fine um who's your favorite character from star wars then 
Ahsoka Tano. Like she cute. Like she cute. Are you Jerry? Do you, I'm sorry, Jerry. Do you know? Do you know who that is? So yeah, no, I've never been to Comic Con or anything like that. Well, let's talk about Comic Con. Talk about who he mentioned. <laughs> Okay, I've never been to any of the cons. I don't know what they're called. No, so I've never been, but I've always wanted to go. Why? Stop. <laughs> she's going to oh, kill I thought you were asking me if I've been. No, I don't know a lot of stuff. She's going to kill you. You like mentioned one, but Asaka specifically? No. Asaka, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You know who that is, Jerry? Ahsoka? No. It sounds like a really cool name. Yeah. Yeah. She's pretty cool. She's pretty badass, <laughs> but I I love her her character arc, like how she. That began. was one I definitely wanted to cosplay as for a while. Um, excited for her to show up. I think she's showing up in the Mandalorian season. Live two. action. Oh, the live live action. Yeah. Is this is this the Obi Wan live action? No, it's the uh, the Mandalorian. It's a uh, because you've seen Mandalorian, right? I've seen the Mandalorian. Yeah, but but you're yeah. But that's the thing. She's showing up in season two of the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and um, no, I've watched all of the Mandalorian, and now because of that, I'm a freaking huge fan, and it makes me want to be more of a like a nerd in in that Star Wars world. I never watched. I watched the old ones, but I boycotted the new ones when they started coming out with like the new Star Wars with the girl and all that. I was like, I don't think this is gonna be as good. So I was it because she was a girl? Is it because Ray showed up? Please, no. (laughs) Nice try. No, but I'm saying like the new ones where it was like we're just gonna try to create a new story, and I thought, and then Disney took over. But so they I didn't because the same story as every other. Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> so I take it back with respect because after watching The Mandalorian, it makes me now want to go and watch the movies because I loved it so much. Like Aww. I freaked out when I watched it. I watched you all of it like two days. That's how good that show is. <laughs> like, no, oh. no, the the Star Wars, the newer films are fine they're good they're okay you know but i mean i don't know i don't know what people are expecting you know at the end of the day i don't know what people want they're okay they're not that's my thing it's people get upset because of what they do but it's not their story to tell and i we all i get that oh it should have been this way it should have been this way we all have our opinions if disney made it this way they went with that direction and so be it I do want to bring up, I know, because uh, I do, I'm so hot in this room, so I got to close soon. However, before we leave, I want to talk about, are you guys uh, up to date on the Avatar, The Last Airbender live action drama? Didn't it get canceled? No. Oh, sweet boys. Um, did you guys know that that Netflix was going to adapt the live action Avatar, right? Oh, no, the, the creators stepped out, I think. That's yes, what I heard. they did. We finally got more of the tea today. Of why, because initially they, they put their announcements on Instagram, both of them, Brian and Michael, both put their address. Um, Brian, a little bit more like raw of why, and Michael, like, oh, I wrote quotes and very sweet and humble. Um, but initially they were like, you know, me and Netflix, we and Netflix could not come up with uh, an equal partnership. So it was just best for us to step away. However... Uh, more details have come to light, and apparently, uh, a couple of the bigger issues: a budget, Netflix, yeah. yeah, the budget. The budget was a big thing. Brian and Michael wanted to make this as big and wonderful as possible, so they wanted a bigger budget. And Netflix was like, no. Uh, but the other bigger issue 
was that Netflix was hoping to open the casting and the diversity just a little bit to allow for some white actors to get some of the leading roles. To which Brian and Michael, no, what? No, that's, that's not it. That's not it at all. Like, that's not the story we're trying to tell. And that's not the story that made Avatar The Last Airbender so great. Then the final big thing uh, was that Netflix was hoping to age up the audience because they wanted more drama, they wanted it darker, and they wanted more sex scenes within the show. Wow. Uh, and, yes. And so, of course, Brian and Michael were like, they're, they're like 10 and 11 year olds. What is happening? So with that being said, they had to um, unfortunately bow out of it, which is unfortunate. Um, but myself as an actor, I'm like, oh no, but I can audition. So I'm like, oh, like I want to support them, I do. Uh, but I'm like, you don't know what race I am. This is my time. I can <laughs> so yeah, that's and that's that's where uh, I woke up to this morning, being upset and then needing more information and then finding the more information. Nice. Nice. Yeah, when I heard, I was like, "Oh, that's crazy." At first, I no. At first, I thought they did like they just dumped the whole project, but <laughs> but no. I mean, at least they're still making it. I'm curious yeah, to see how it's going to turn out. Yeah, they are still making. They're still making it, but um, Brian and Michael have nothing to do with it anymore. So whatever just, comes out, it's it's Netflix's show. It is not the creators of Avatar's show. So unfortunate too, because such an amazing show watched it so many times me and my sister watched all of it and you just want them to do it right like you watch the movie they did and it's so horrible oh geez uh, like, people, sorry I, I know uh, but people argue you know what what does that mean doing it right does that mean like disney's done and they make an adaption of the live or of the the animated movies you love and adore or are we asking them to make a carbon copy of the original like what would satisfy the audience you know, it's, it's a hard question to answer. That's true. It is. I don't know. I just felt like <laughs> ca- casting and then like, I think there's a reason why you watch Avatar, right? It's to see all of the bending and everything that they do. So Absolutely. it's like when I watch the movie, they have their moments, but I feel like they're really avoiding it. Like the one that they made. And I feel like that's why they would the need to uh, the, uh, the movie, the live action film they made with the the bad one that no one likes yeah it's like you're watching i'm like i couldn't even get through it i'm like i feel like they're avoiding trying to use but like because it would require a high budget like you said to do a lot of big things and i just felt like they were avoiding certain things and watching it so yeah like the fact that they never watched the show it was it was not <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it was horrible <laughs> horrible it was not the best but, you know, who knows? It'll it'll be interesting to see where Netflix lands on it. And, you know, either way, I'm going to watch it because I'm curious. Yeah, for sure. So we'll see. Yeah. Excited. Either. All right. All right. Unless we have to go, I was just going to ask you if you wanted to tell us about um, a project that you've done a while ago, like one that you can talk about, like one of the funnest or more better experiences that you've had, something cool, whether it be stage <laughs> combat or regular acting or voice. Uh, I mean, I can, uh, I can talk to you about a few things. I did, I did, uh, a production of Midsummer Night's Dream where I played, oh my god, uh, I played the Amazonian queen whose name escapes me now because it was four years ago. 
Um, and that one was really fun because I got to do a lot of combat in that show. We did a broadsword fight that I got to help choreograph. And that was one of the more fun uh, projects that I got to be on. A, because of the costume. I wore this leather band, just really gritty kind of attire and got to do a whole bunch of fun flips and stuff in that with a broadsword. I remember rolling around on the floor and then having to come back up and like really get in on the person. And that was, that was a really amazing experience because we opened the show with that. They, they choreographed an entire number before the show even began. So I really appreciated that that one. Yeah. Um, as far as voiceover work, I did a really fun project with another TikToker, Badly Music. Uh, he he asked people, I was just like scrolling through TikTok one day and he asked uh, people like, hey, does anyone want to send me some samples? I'm making music. And I was like, you know, it's 4 a.m. in the morning. I got nothing else to do. Like, why not? Uh, and so I, I hit him up. I said, hey, I'm a voiceover artist. If you need me to send you some samples for your music, like, let me know. And he sent me a couple of, um, it almost seemed like a dialogue between a boyfriend and girlfriend from beginning to end, kind of the, the romance, when it starts, the flirting, all the way down to one of them kind of losing interest. And they were just kind of little snippets, little pieces here and there. And so I sent him three different versions of that, and he loved it and made a song out of it. So that was kind of fun. That's cool. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's incredible the little opportunities that you get from a TikTok from Instagram, from social media, from this, you know, uh, this podcast even came out of nowhere. So I'm excited to see what comes next just from these little greetings and exchanges that I've already had. Yeah. And that's, that's honestly like the main reason why, why I also, um, kept wanting to do, uh, these podcasts, um, to put like talent out there. There's like so much talent that people don't see or, or even notice, like, for example, Jerry's an actor. Uh, I wanted to bring him in just because, you know. Sweet Jerry. <laughs> he, yeah, he's like, I asked him and he's yesterday. He's like, oh, I don't know. I don't know this and that. But I mean, you're doing good, dude. You're Thanks. doing good. It's all, all it is is just a conversation. <laughs> you're conversating, talking. And I mean. Yeah, you just kind of do you, right? Just mm-hmm. do me and talk yeah. about you. Yes. <laughs> Me, honestly, if you just talk about me the whole time, you're not going to go wrong. Easy. So. Which, also, how did, why did you choose the, the episode name that you did? The uh, Digimon and Tomigachi? Yeah. Because, uh, <laughs> why? Because I had been talking with a few, because I'm, I'm sure you guys have seen my TikToks. I've got the Umbrella Academy TikToks going on right now. Jerry's like, yeah, yeah, of course, absolutely, your TikToks. Um, but no, I I am doing the Umbrella Academy cosplays right now. But for a while, I'd been talking with a few people about Digimon, you know, the original Digimon. And I was I was debating on doing a few memes. If you guys, you know, I don't know how familiar you are with Digimon, um, but yeah, a couple of memes, maybe some Kyries, and we just kind of got in a conversation, me and my roommates, and we started talking about Saturday morning cartoons and like what was so nostalgic about the 90s, you know? Um, and that was such a big thing for us. And so we kind of talked about it. I was like, well, I remember 
waking up, you know, you, you go to school on Friday and then on Saturday you'd wake up at like 7 a.m. in the morning and you would rush out to the television because there were only two channels that showed Saturday morning cartoons. I remember. And if, yeah. And if you miss those day or if you miss those shows, you know, you're like Static Shock, you're your Cubics, you're oh Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, you know, all of these shows. If you did not catch them right then, you would miss them for a whole week. There, there was no... I don't know. There was no no YouTube or, or catching up on it later. And so I remember, if, I was like telling my roommate, I remember a few times where my brother, my younger brother, he knew that I would always want to catch certain shows. And so he would wake up like an hour before I would wake up just so he could watch the shows on the other channel. Like, I don't know, stupid shows. Um, and so whenever that happened, I was like, okay, whatever. You know, I'll grab my little inflatable black backpack from Claire's and I'll play my Tamagotchi in the corner. And that's when you were kind of messaging me being like, Oh, Hey, what's the title of the show? I was like, I don't know. I just, you just asked me to be on the show. Now I got to pick up the title. Like, I don't, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) So we had already been on the conversation. I was like, you know what? Just Digimon and Tamagotchi. There you go. We're done. Um, (laughs) So that is why. Nice. I flipped nice. out when you first started talking about Umbrella Academy because I just started, like, just started watching it, like, two days I ago. started. Oh, come on. We're doing a podcast about that in two weeks, too. Right? That's why I'm watching me. it. That's why I'm watching it. That's why, why I'm watching it. That podcast? Dude, what? No, we're doing it. You're, you can still be on it. The show is amazing. <laughs> Number seven, let's go, baby. Like, Number seven? Oh, Vanya. Go, Vanya. Um, is- First of all, let's talk about Ben. Can we just talk about Ben? Ben, like, um, so I <laughs> you gotta find a different group of people. <laughs> I have little moments where I try not to be one of those girls, like you know those girls, like those single girls. I try my best not to be one of those girls, but when I watched Umbrella Academy, specifically season two of Umbrella Academy, and I saw sweet little Ben. My ass went straight to Instagram, straight to the actors page, straight to the Wikipedia, straight to the IMBD and was like, oh, he's single? Okay, where does he live? Okay, what Starbucks does he frequent? Like, I was that girl. Jeez, Louise. Jeez. Close to me, by the way. Let's just put that out there. Um, so, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I love Umbrella Academy. I'd love to be on a podcast like this before. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's in two weeks. You're more than welcome to come on. You're so sweet. Thanks. But yeah, I I love Umbrella Academy. Um, but you said you just started it, Jerry. Yeah, I mean we're already I'm already in like almost. I think I just finished. I'm almost at the end of the first season, so almost done. Getting the second season. It's so nice having a whole other season just waiting for me. You know, just like it's so good. You can just binge it all, just just like it was intended to be. <laughs> and then your life ends once you finish the season two. I mean, no, don't talk. You haven't seen it. Like, don't even talk. You're Stop. not in this. Stop. <laughs> is there, is there, it's not the end of it, right? It's going to keep going. The is Umbrella that, Academy. Yeah. There's only there's only six, I believe, comics. Yeah. And wasn't so it, I don't know. who wrote I, it? I, wasn't it the singer of or like a band member of? Mm-hmm. But there know. there was only there's only and I, I I you can quote me I think but there's only six comics for Umbrella Academy. So I think after season two they're gonna go off on their own. You're like, you look, yes. As long as there's more, as long as there's more, like, that's tight. Yeah, there should be. There should very well be. We'll see. Yeah. Well, this was fun. Can I talk now? Yes, <laughs> like, can I talk? Sorry, I mean, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> I got shut out. For real. For real. I was like, all right. Just me and my studio audience in the back. We're going to go. <laughs> but yeah. But um, anything else you guys want to talk about before we wrap up? Anything you want to bring up? Huh? It's really hot in my room. It's hot here too. It's really hot right now. No yeah, I'm like starting to sweat. I was like, can I'm they- like sweating. I'm like, because you can't have AC because we're all professional and it just sucks. I know. It's like, sheesh. A background but, noise. Uh, I, know. I think that's it. I feel like I have done a service to myself tonight. <laughs> I think I deserve a pint of ice cream. You know? Yes. Yes, <laughs> there you go. I get hollow top when I want to eat the whole pint because it's supposed to be like less calories. <laughs> yeah. mm, so says here. Yeah. yeah. Weight Watchers. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, Jasmine, I really appreciate you coming on. Hey, it was a pleasure. This was um, something. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, Jerry, thank you for being on and taking over co-hosting, yes. covering for Ellie. Thank you. Um, uh, where can people find you, Jasmine? Like at my house, I guess. It's usually where I am. So address will be posted on. The, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, you can you can find me at. Don't go to my Facebook because that's for old people. But you can find me on my Instagram. That is my name, Jasmine Page Moore. That's it. Uh, or you can find me on my TikTok. It's more more. My last name M O R E A M O R E. Yes. So that's where you can find me. Or like I don't know, just yeah, come to my house. I'll cook for you. If you are nice. <laughs> or her or her MySpace page also. Don't go there. Oh my god. Rar. Like XX Raw. <laughs> 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 oh, my you thought the... page, is that you guys do that? Is that too old? Zanga? It is. Do you guys don't know? Oh. Oh, do I... oh yeah, yeah, okay. I was like it's fine. I have to dig in my brain for that. It's fine. It's it's fine. It's with my AOL email address, so it makes sense. Nice. Mm. righty. well with that being said thank you guys for listening or watching because I forget that this one's going to go on YouTube also um, and we'll catch you guys next week and don't forget to check us out the Nerdy Bunch on Mondays and Nerd Hut on Wednesdays alright guys have a good one <laughs> <laughs>